And we are recording Mr. William Ramsey on Monday, October 30th, 2023 at 4.14 p.m. Eastern time to cover your book uh, about the smiley face killers. The link to it will be in the description. And as I just said to you before this, and you concurred, is a fucked up book. Absolutely fucked up book. A depressing book. Not not too ghoulish, but I mean the the arm, the the rigor mortis arm, where they had to put a second body bag on it. Nice and it's a it's a nice it's a nice summer read. It's a nice you know if you want to save it for the beach. Yeah, Mr. Ramsey, how are you it's, doing? I'm good. How are you? Thanks I'm for having me back. Sir. Yeah, it's a perfect book for Halloween hmm. tomorrow, so Ooh. people can Ooh. read it and get really sketched out. I wore I wore my yellow hoodie for the uh, Watchman smiley face. I didn't have a smiley nice. face hoodie, but I had a yellow hoodie. Um, yeah, and then so I guess kind of conclusively, not that it can be concluded because it's mostly still open ended. Is it? They have GHB, and then Scopola means the creepy one. I remember watching a documentary years ago about that. But is it loose drugs? Loose murders with drugs. They all seem to be, for lack of a better term, good-looking younger guys. And and or is it is it high level, like like we talked about with the last one, Order of Nine Angles, high level, you know, satanic occultish uh, calling of the population. It, it's, it's they're both good questions. I don't know. I don't know. It. I mean, all the right. book is really an investigating. So I don't know who's doing it. I know that they there are people who may the cops should ask questions to, but uh, I don't really have like any perps. All I have is the information in the book. I mean, it's four hundred pages, but there could be varied different uh, people doing it. So I, I don't I don't really have. I had a whole section on offender typology, guys who are doing horrific stuff with drugs, involved a lot of deaths and rapes and stuff like that, but. Maybe those guys were doing it. Like, that's what I surmise is like, I felt like even one of the guys who I covered, Latunsky, he only got busted for one murder, but I bet he was involved in some other dark stuff. Like he had a downstairs dungeon in his house. So um, I don't know. That's why I have those different sections. I kind of, yeah. I kind of laid it out in a historical fashion so that people could see the ideas from the beginning when people started to put things together up till the present. So you can see the different researchers in my book. So a variety, variety. Jim Smith, Igor Sarsky, the original two guys, Cannon and Gilbertson. And then some other ones. There's a Nicole Wisensy Egan, who did a great book on Bill Cosby. She did a couple papers for the Daily Beast about one of the cases. So I included that. Another guy was uh, Murphy, who uh, is a special forces mm-hmm. guy. who wrote a really good article yeah. about what he thought. So uh, those are all included in the book. So there's a lot of questions. Not a lot of answers, unfortunately. I mean, I guess to kind of go into just wildly speculating, then it would be advantageous for a murderer to want to mimic these. I mean, one, you'd have kind of mm-hmm. the—I feel like edgy is maybe the wrong word because edgy is often thrown as like a you know, you know, sarcastic. You know, oh, so edgy doesn't really work when you're describing murders, but it's kind of an edgy copycat thing, right? Where to, you know, leave a smiley face. It's the calling card, right? It's part of something bigger, grander. Right. Fake it. Like there's there's been a couple deaths that are associated with like 
the CDC and the Wellcome Trust. There was a guy, one of the guys who died in the spate of deaths just this year in Austin was worked for Wellcome Trust, which is all involved. You probably know very well, all involved in the whole COVID situation. Mm -hmm. And then there was another young man found in River who literally worked at the CDC. He was an African-American guy who went to Harvard. Like he had a stellar uh, academic career. For some reason, he just decided to disappear and, and later was found downstream from where he worked. So those might be, like you said, copycats, people covering things up, uh, skilled form of, uh, kill. I mean, I remember there was an ex-head of the CIA, kind of, he went out boating, and the, then he was found in a row. Colby. Colby, yeah, Colby. Like, he was, where's his body, and then it suddenly magically appeared. So he was kind of like one of these styles of killings. So I think that it got, I think that the M.O. somehow got passed around, just like on a bulletin board, you know, or some kink site or something like that and so people are like okay this is the this is i'm going to try to do something like that mm-hmm. and so you see similar criminals committing those crimes whether it's in manchester or london and those are the ones who got caught right so you know <clears throat> talking about like the dark web and they would go on and for the investigators and they try to try to view the website they didn't have the password and the people running it what the website wanted to see, wanted them to turn on their video camera, their webcam so that they could see who was looking, which is kind of like a modern digital version of knocking on the door and the little slide comes open, right? Right. There's no other way to do it. I mean, you almost wonder, you almost wonder if that's, it's a form of just, I guess, very wealthy uh, sexual kink. You know, you, you, you know, show... Show them, uh, show whoever you, the client is, you know, a number of 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 pictures, and be like, "Who do you want killed?" Or be like, "This is in your area. Who, which one do you want?" Because they all seem to be held for a number of uh, days. It does almost seem like some super high level, eyes wide shut shit, doesn't it? Some of them do, absolutely. Yeah. Like one case when you're saying that comes to mind is the Dakota James case mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, PA. He seems to have been selected. Yeah. So he had had a blackout event and his friend, he said, come to call this girlfriend. Yeah. Come, come pick me up. Me, walking down the street just comes to. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where I was for the last amount of time. So it's like somebody was tinkering with him and he was gay and he was hanging out at the gay bar. So maybe he was targeted. Yeah. But he was missing for a long time and his body, when it was found, it was in very good shape. So that's like really one of the scariest elements of this whole thing is that he clearly was not dead from the time that he disappeared. He was missing for 40 days. Yeah. No, and no. I have that case set out. It's a very important case in the whole spate of SFK cases because it was very well researched. They had the best like medical examiner, Cyril Weck, looked at the bodies outside of the medical examiner in Pittsburgh, who's from China, which, you know, like, totally bizarre. Like he missed obvious stuff. Like I could, I could have seen the ligature around the neck. I would have gone, "Hey, this guy has like bruising around his neck." Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I set that case aside. It's really an important case for people to help people understand what's going on. But I think that I think your high level thing is accurate. And I've heard some really heavy duty kink stuff about uh, another very famous Hollywood figure who uh, probably not wise to name his name, but I've heard it in different instances of like hyper strange perversions of like driving around in uh like a party van and then killing people and uh forcing like straight guys 
to do things that homosexuals do. So, uh, yeah, and possible rape. So maybe these, like you said, these guys are high level kind of people who, you know, Ballers. normal they got cash. stuff is just not no yeah it's not fun yeah. yeah yeah they've done everything and it's because i remember that was something hypothesized i don't know when but there's the idea of like you know it's one thing to kidnap a kid it, you know it's another thing where they could almost show you like a menu like which kid do you want so i mean i i interviewed people that uh from um is it safe house i think um where it was these these home these these shelters for for girls that were trapped. I've had them on here before, and I've had on like the former you know special forces guys that you know go help and go help rescue these these girls. And that's one of the things they would talk about is like when you get to the the wealthier ones. I mean, it's almost like a restaurant menu. It's like which one do you want? But now that is sick. yeah, sound yeah, of no, freedom type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, it's it's sicker than sick, but it's. Those were with girls that were already kidnapped. It would be another whole level of, you know, just the highest of the high. Could be like, no, we don't even have these. They're not even kidnapped yet. Like, do you want to, which one do you want? Right? We have these picked out. This is, you know, you said you got this body type. This is your, your kind of hookup. Which one do you want? You want this guy? Swimmers, swimmers yeah. build Ivy League, you know? And it really is, I mean, it's also, it's like the desecration of, of like innocence, right? It's kind of, it's like, I know I don't want some homeless guy. I want, right. I want like all American, all know, American guy, yeah. from, you know, good household. Like, I want that. And you want to hold them for X number of days. And I want it to end in a ritualistic manner. It's it could kind be of, that sick. It's kind of right up there. Imagine these guys that are on these gay like grinder sites putting their information out, not knowing that somebody's out there going, Hey, this guy's I can get this guy to show up at a date or whatever. Yeah. You know? Like they don't know. And it makes me think I did a, a segment on the Juarez murders. It's like two thousand women in Juarez, Mexico have been like horrible stuff. They've been abducted. They're like young girls who are from like not wealthy families at the Maquila Doras and stuff. And they, the people who've researched it, there's been different research, and I think one of the FBI profilers went down there, and they said that these girls were pre-selected. There was a commonality. There was some kind of computer training school that they were at, and so that was the way these elite kind of guys would select them, and then they would abduct them and do horrible things, and that was kind of like they would do it for celebration. So if they had uh, drugs who got through and they made money, they that's how they would celebrate and bond themselves together because through the murder and the whole like nightmare of the whole thing that's like that was like the, the apex thing the desecration like thing or a real sign of power right so these people who are into power probably get off on like these type of things but that may be it and it made me when you're saying that it makes me think about i had another guest dory and while we were talking about the Joey Labute case in Columbus, it happened during the time of the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, which is the biggest bodybuilding, mm-hmm. you know, convention in the world, is my understanding, or one of the top. And think about some rich guy flying into town, committing the crime and and bailing out mm-hmm. or something like that. Like this is like their sport. So maybe like serial killers, like, uh, I don't know, any serial killer, maybe this guy Hewerman or whatever, who was busted in Long Island, the Lisk killer. Uh Maybe for them, they're in their mind, 
it's like a sport, you know, like the, it's like a power trip or a game or something like that. Like he's Hewerman. The reason he used those like uh, burlap bags is because he was a hunter, right? So this was like a hunt for him for these women that he murdered. So maybe that's what's going on in these SFK things is that they're hunting, and that's it. Like if you look at this guy, I featured him in that one section, Reynard Sanaga. That's what he did. He was gay, and he would go out at two a.m. and hunt for victims. Like that's that was his pro uh, prowling grounds. And maybe one of the, his vic, one of his people died, and he put him in the water in in uh, Manchester. They call the they call this phenomenon in each different city like different names. So in Manchester, it's called the Manchester Pusher. In Austin, Texas, it's called the Rainy Street Ripper. But it's all the same kind of phenomenon. So yeah, but the elite element to it, I think, is a valid a valid kind of uh, road to go down to, so to speak to look into and would you say the total number of bodies was in my book it's like 370 so going back to the original one mcneil so i it was worse than i thought because i was always saying 200 but then when i actually compiled all my information together and went through it and there was another guy compiling it i had a chapter on him it's um footprints at the river's edge people can go to that website it's really good but his numbers included with my numbers i was at 370 and i think i have another 50 cases that I didn't even have to go back to an old external hard drive and go through there. So I think it's really bad, like all over the world though. So it's not like, and it's an urban phenomenon, a nighttime phenomenon. It's really rarely happens in rural areas. Maybe there's a few cases here or there, but it's the major cities, Chicago, New York, Toronto, Austin. It's the whole, the whole all American thing that's what kind of gets me is it does seem like they're plucking them from like i mean like 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 a you know like a like a breeder like a horse race breeder or some shit or the first round drafts whatever you know phrase you want to use it seems to be like not not me it's not me stumbling around shit faced right they don't want that there there's a type they want I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think Gilbertson has said that in one of his, I think either Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz appearances, he said that the BMI index is yeah. outside of the mean. So it's not the standard American male. It's like somebody who's a swimmer or skinny. Oh, no, it's like swimmers like build like lean muscle. Yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, no, I was reading it and like, like felt my felt my my stomach and I was like, no, we're good, dude. I'm not going to be yeah, fucking yeah. killed. We're, we're Gucci. Yeah. There's only like two pudgy pictures of people that i've seen of the people who got who this happened to i don't even know if there was a fact i don't even know if there was a kind of you know bmi over the you know standard mean actually now that i think about it so these, I can't, I can't, these killers are pro- these killers are problematic they don't you know they don't they don't kill they don't kill equally but what you were saying about downtown and near cctvs and you know you could propose are they using like mathematical modeling to see, you know, which people go into black spots or, or dark spots out of the camera angle because none of them ever get caught on it. There's never, and then there's not a single video or photo of them ever entering the body of water. It's always them leaving someplace, which again, if it's that, yeah, you're not looking at like a hit and run type 
murder or kidnap rape. It 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 seems it seems to be high well done, right? I think there's been mistakes and the cops aren't thinking about it. So I think that that's really it. Uh, like I, there's the whole thing that happened at TD Garden in Boston just recently with this kid, Josh, who was found in water. Like there was a guy who was with him that the cops never followed up on. And that could have un. they followed that guy and quizzed him and asked him the right questions. They could have maybe gotten more information. But because these look like accidents, it's like, yeah, no, we're not even going to look into it. And a lot of them, there's an overproportion of like gay guys in the gay community. So they may be less inclined to look into that as well. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, nobody, nobody's filmed these guys go in the water. It's, these aren't standard water deaths. They're not drownings. Some of these guys don't have water in their lungs. Like, so it's like something different is going on. Something very unusual. That's not a standard drowning. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is it? I didn't, I'm like, right. I've done a studies. I had, a, I've had a lot of, I've interviewed people like the girl who's the first person on Dahmer's apartment. Yeah. This woman, I've had a lot of, uh, I did a store choleric about a gay serial killer who, who was thoughtful. His name was Eiler in the Midwest. And also McDonough, another guy who killed, had a hundred victims in LA. I mean, incredible. And they were working to get like, these people like Dahmer was a sing seemed to be singular, but the guy Eiler and the guy in LA had to have had partners or somebody working with them. It's Eiler would take them to a certain he would take them out of gay bars and take them across state lines. So he would he would confuse the police, like do jurisdictional, you know, things. And I should have included in the book now that I think about it. But it seems like something like that's going on. Like um that's why they're the men are the target, you know, it's because the and there's a there's a history of like gay serial like a Baumeister from the Midwest, the guy in Canada is Toronto. His name was Mick MacArthur MacArthur. So I think that that's a possible component too. You know, I think that that might I think that that's something. But it could be a, a it's like a, a blueprint, right? So people just may be using the blueprint mm. to commit these crimes, like they know they've heard it. Yeah. So you may have you clear there's clearly multiple people, multiple groups or parties doing these types of crimes. There's no question about it. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah. I mean, if this is one one guy, he's no. the best ever. He's no, this is no the way. best ever. Yeah. There's some cases like this guy, Nas Muhammad, like uh this was in Georgia. This was a Jim Smith case, but it's clearly those people that are around him have no you know, they're not networked with some kind of law. Well, they're not people who travel. Yeah. The Nas Muhammad case, people have to look into that. It's really a remarkable case. Mm -hmm. But like, the just there's sketchy. Yeah. There's like, there's an underground. There's an underground, a sketchy kind of occult underground. And uh, Nas Muhammad seemed to have entered into that in Atlanta. So he's from Perth. It's from Australia. It's really a strange story. Hmm. So, with it being like, I'm just trying to think, could it be that they're taking advantage of the party scene? And if it is, happens to be all guys, it would make sense to go, I guess, near, you know, gay hangouts or nightclubs or whatever. And then, I mean, is there any, is there any evidence to like, 
is it not being done by a gay guy? Is it, is it some, like, crazy fundamentalist, like, you know, going out and killing them because they're gay or some shit? No, no. Some of these guys aren't gay, but uh, yeah. there is a there is a connection between kind of gaming events or, or events in these deaths. So there's been three things, events that happened outside of TD Gardens, right? It's Hurley. Uh, Ketterling, I forgot his last name, and then this kid Josh who came out of TD Garden and ended up face down in the water for 10 minutes. And then there was like uh events in Pittsburgh, uh, raves and dance party type things where these guys are found. And then the, the Ian Powers out of Santa Clara Niners game is really a strange one, too. So, um, it seems like you know, these groups people may be able to operate in secrecy amongst these large crowds of people. I don't know. Yeah, the the drugging aspect is is terrifying, right? Because it it's not alcohol. It's not just alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. Scopolamine is or GHB or I mean those are terrifying, right? Rohypnol, rohypnol yeah. could be anything. Yeah, I think uh, Dahmer drugged his his victims too, right? So yeah, that was part of his thing. He got kicked out of a gay bathhouse for drugging yeah. people. Yeah, so we know that 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 was part of his mo yeah but so the and same with Stephen port and um and that was reynard sanaga too so these guys were all drugging their victims Stephen port drugged tons of people he ended up killing four at least but uh he's called the barking serial killer or something which is a city he was in so yeah the drug thing is pretty weird it's pretty disturbing what's what's the scariest part though is like it's not even that you're getting blackout drunk. Do that, you, you know, you're kind of bad. Shit's gonna happen. But these are, you know, the guy, you know, calling the girl and being like, like I don't even know how I, like I just kind of came to walking down a street, right? And he, like the the cops won't help me. No one will help me. And like I'm so cold. And like it's just all this weird. It's like, that doesn't sound like someone that got like too fucked up. And is like calling his buddy, like, Hey man, I woke up at this sorority house. Right. Kind of like, right. there's almost like a funniness to that. I mean, I don't, that happened to me a lot in college, but like, it's not that it's like this very nightmarish fever dreamish. Like no one will like talking nonsense. Kind of, again, it's not like your, your words are just slurring and it's like, yeah, you've had too many drinks. It's, it's like no one will help me. I'm in the. You know, I'm so cold. Like, and it's just like, what the fuck? Where are you? What the fuck's going on? Right. And a lot of personality change. You'll see that uh, it's consistent if you look at all the stories of the 300 stories or so that I've looked into. A lot of these guys are like very normal, even keeled, and then like start acting strange after one or two drinks, which yeah. would be very unlike. And some of them are big, like strong guys. One of the guys from uh, Austin comes to mind. He like had one or two drinks and started acting whacked and they kicked him out of the bar. So some of these bars may be involved in that. Also that Christian Pugh case out of Austin too, where he was in a field for 60 hours and had no memory. So somebody must've just given him a huge dose of something. And uh, he just woke up and he had injuries too. So like that's, that's, you can look up that story. It's in my book, but like, that's just one of like, there's been different survivors. This guy, Josh and Austin, there was another guy who woke up like underneath like a overpass. Like, I don't yeah. even know how I got here. He went to the judge and he just said, I, I'm sorry, judge. I don't have any memory of why I was there. I remember being there, 
but he didn't have any like uh he didn't say that he was guilty he just said i don't know what happened i'm willing to take whatever penalty you have yeah but uh so i think there's a lot of those stories actually there's a lot of drugging stories i'm hearing more and more of drugging stories kind of in la and there's been two gangs i think one in new york and one in boston austin who were that was their criminal mo was to drug people at bars and then take all their belongings or go back to them go back to their house and and rob them so they've been caught jesus christ it's getting rough it's getting rougher there's a lot of gangs now from venezuela right so you talk about scopalami they call it the the death's head what do they call it there's some kind of name down in colombia or venezuela where they call scopalami and something else but the prostitutes will drug their johns down there too and do the same thing so maybe that could be some of the people doing this is like guys from like south america who know how to drug people and take their stuff and they've yeah. been let through the border you know yeah yeah no and from from what I, from what i remember of it of whatever documentary i watched was like it wasn't even like a date rape drug like a like a roof and all where you know people on it it's very clearly that like they're on like a muscle relaxing almost like they're fucked up it's like that guy's drugged scopolamine is for everyone listening is like to the best of my knowledge it's very it's very like it doesn't even sound real it's like people will be completely about their senses to the to the external observer but they will have no willpower to resist there's almost like a like a truth serum aspect to it and so they'll be taken back to their house or their apartment. I mean, there are, there are like instances of, of somebody bringing them back to, you know, their own apartment. And not only does the, not only does the criminal rob them, but the person helps them like move all their shit out, like on dollies and stuff. And then not only that have no goddamn recollection of any of it. And it's like, you could drug someone on a GHB, but they're not going to help you move out. They're going to fall, right. you know, they're going to be face down right. on the lawn. And it's like, no, there are like stories of like these people like helping someone move out. And they'd be like, hey, man, what are you, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm just helping my buddy out. Like, you're all there. That's terrifying. It's and terrifying. Yeah, you almost wonder if it's just, you know, is this a form of just, you know, cartel, cartel activity, you know? Why not go after? They call that? it the devil's breath. Yeah, devil's, devil's breath. breath in, yeah. In yeah, yeah. I mean, why if you're if you're going after a target, man? Why not go after some 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 white guy from an Ivy League? Seems unofficial estimates put the number of annual scopolamine incidents in Colombia at approximately fifty thousand. That's that's comforting. So could the more, with... majority, yeah, majority of these incidents occur in nightclubs and bars, and usually men perceived to be wealthy are targeted by young, attractive women. Persons should never accept food or beverages offered by strangers or new acquaintances, nor leave food or beverages unattended in their presence. Seek immediate attention. This kind of feels like this kind of feels like the days and weeks after nine eleven, where it's like you cannot let the terrorists win. You got to go out and live your life. Like reading this book, and I'm just sitting here now. I'm thinking, I'm like, should I just never leave my apartment again? And it's like, it's like that. no, that's how it's how you fight these guys. I'm, like, I'm not sure that is how you fight them. I mean, rationally, is this something to like fear greatly? Because 370 that's a lot. Population of cities, that's not a lot at all. Millions, no, it's not. 
I think I think if you're in the target group, you should be concerned because yeah. the, there's clearly you know twenty to twenty five. If you're a swimmer, you know, and the other thing is men are usually chasing women like uh, heterosexuals, so they don't see themselves as a target. Where women do, yeah, women are always covering their drinks. So some of these guys may have been in a place where they never saw themselves as like a potential victim, which yeah. is why they walk around at night and do stuff like that and go walk around by themselves. Like you see so many of these guys, like the last thing is at night, they're seen on a CCTV by themselves walking around and then never seen again. This shit's so terrifying. You there, Mr. Ramsey? Froze up. Okay, they actually have a website that shows where all the CCTV cameras are. So if you're relatively intelligent, you can just go in there and find out where they are. And if you're a criminal, you just stay away from them. And yeah. that's actually that's actually how Stephen Port got busted. Is that the families like were of the the people who were killed? They kept bothering the police. I want to see a video of my you know my loved one. The last time you had it, you have the CCTV. Where is it? So they gave it over. Like this is how bad the police work was. They gave it over to the families, and the family said, okay. There's, I forgot the name of the victim, but like, hey, there he is. Who's that guy with him? And mm -hmm. they're like, we don't know. And they say, like, why don't you know? This is the last person who saw my loved one alive. And then they found out it was Stephen Port, and then they started asking him questions, and things got, you know, just unraveled. When did but, he get uh, caught? Fairly recently. I think uh, 2020. I think, you know, I think that, that it's still going through. There's an inquest that hasn't been done in the UK. But yeah, he, he was, it's a recent bust. Yeah. Let's see when he got busted. He actually has his own like Wikipedia thing. Jeez. Well, 2016. That was a lot longer than I thought. Mm. But he had the GHB. Gave it to the, each of his victims. Is it is it too conspiratorial to think that? Because I mean, some of the cops the stories from the investigators it seems so like three stooges bumbling stupid that you start to go how much of this is incompetent i mean if we're you know if it is if they're using mathematical modeling to see where the cameras are not and if they're getting you know the richest and best you know best looking guys and they're all kind of they go missing for, you know, and there's no evidence of like, oh, they, they haven't been deceased for that long. And they all show up in like kind of the same area, same-ish areas or area types. It doesn't seem like it's that far out of their own possibility that you just have someone in a police department quash it. Possibly. I mean, that's not outside of the realm of possibility of somebody being involved in that or covering it up. I think that I've talked to so many people about that. There's a lot of politics and there's a lot of economics involved. Like you cannot have a college where somebody has been abducted and died. They would, it's not in their interest to, to publicize that because parents won't send their kids there. So oh, yeah. there's a lot of cover up like the police. I think it was in Boston. The police police chief came out and made a public statement saying these water deaths are not suspicious. He said that to the public, like there's nothing here to see. And it was a kind of a strange kind of statement, but like the public there doesn't believe, I don't think they believe him Yeah, because like they've gone, I mean, I had that whole section of my book from uh, Elias Jager who like 
the mysterious water deaths in Boston alone are off the charts. It's like 20 deaths. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. So, yeah. So I think it, there was politis, political politics is involved. Yeah. Just no, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, concerning these schools, they don't want, you know, you don't want that for the University of Georgia. Like, oh, and by the way, you know, 20 guys go missing every year outside these bars. We normally find them in this river over here. You're probably good. Like that doesn't really the odds matter. are good, right? It's yeah. only one in a thousand chance. Yeah. If you look over it, you know. Yeah. But you know, each one of those people who dies, their family's erect. You know, the yeah. their the parents are a real wrecked. family. Yeah. It's not it's just a real a, family. Yeah. It's not just it's yeah. t- that's somebody's mom, somebody's dad, it's somebody else. There's no answers. There's, no. you know, it's like a, you know just like somebody who's like a victim of serial killer, it reverberates through society, which some people think that that may be the, why they're do, people are doing this is to intentionally kind of traumatize, uh, you know, communities, mm. which yeah, it's pretty dark. Well, yeah. Once it kind of gets to the satanic aspect of it or the calling aspect, right. The entire thing is to remove those like not deemed worthy or, you know, that it's helping society prune itself and, that's what they're doing. The real goal might not even to be killed, not even to kill one person. It would be, can you, you know, somehow limit, limit the activities of everyone. Can you punish everyone so that no one, nobody, I don't know, reproduces or some shit. Like, I mean, the attitudes of the ONA is like, we're the, we're homo galacticus and you're all homo hubriati or some yeah. kind of different, you know, yeah. uh, racial class, subhuman class or something that we can call. Yeah, we can do whatever. We're Cattle. above the law too. Yeah, yeah. And kind of the Nazis kind of had that view. I yeah. mean, they definitely had that same kind of thing going on. Like we're, you know, the Ubermensch or the Untermensch, and this is just the natural order of things. It's Darwinian, and yeah, you know, this is proof that we're the ones who were supposed to survive by you losing. Yeah, it's really ugly. It's very vicious. So there's probably people out there. You know that you that really think that way. They would never come out and say it publicly, but uh, you know, there's some pretty cold blooded people out there. There's no question. So this shit's so fucked up. What led to you wanting to write this? I didn't want to write it. I didn't want to write it at all. I just kind of stumbled into it. I stumbled into almost all of my books. Like I didn't go. I'm going to write this. This is my concept. And I'm going to compile this. They're really just processes of gathering information. So I didn't really know much about Crowley. And then I was researching 9-11. I didn't much know much about the West Memphis Three and the occult there. And then I came across and I was like, hey, guys, there's this thing is redolent with occultism and the Crowleyism. And so it was during I was writing Children of the Beast. It has 800 footnotes. Like I was doing voluminous research over the 20th century kind of cultural history. And I kept seeing the smiley face in different environments and with a bunch of creeps like alan moore and genesis p orge guys in like weird bands and who practice magic and i'm like well why is the smiley face around and so i just kept seeing it out in the common culture like i have a whole like chapter about it in the common culture and like ed sheeran mm-hmm. and so like what is this why is this symbol important it looks on the surface just like a happy face right but why are these guys using it in strange contexts and isn't there supposedly like a bunch of killings that took place called the smiley face killing? So that was an urban myth to me. And so then I started researching that and it was like, yeah, this isn't an urban myth. This is actually really happening. So then I compiled stuff and then I 
made two documentaries because I thought it was important. And then it led up to this book because everything that just happened in the last year or two, Chicago, Austin, other cases around the country, Toronto, two in Vancouver. I was like, this thing is writing itself. Mm. And I got information about, uh, you know, remote viewing. Like I have a whole, one whole chapter on remote viewing involved in this, which the, the remote viewer who was in Europe kind of retraced this whole case of uh, Cole Infinity in Michigan is like, this is as exactly what people thought it was happening. He had no information on another continent. And people knew that Finnerty's phone pinged in a weird way. And then he was found in a place previously searched, not on water, but, you know, I just felt like getting all of that information out. Just go here. This is what's happening. And also, it's kind of like a warning, you know, like you don't, you see all, I've followed so many cases of the ruined families and the mothers crying. You know, the mothers really will get you because it's, oh, you know, you're not supposed to bury your kids. Yeah. So I've seen enough of that where I don't want it to happen to anybody else either. Sure. So here's this, something weird is going on. I don't know what it is, but these, these are all probably murders. These are suspicious as heck. Yeah. So that's what I put it. I mean, kind of like the, I would say that that's kind of the same thing about all my work really is putting stuff out there. I don't copy. I don't try to like emulate somebody sure. else. I try to put information out there that isn't kind of, you know, isn't commonly understood maybe as, as it so so alan moore's a creep he's kind of a creep he's kind of a jerk and uh he, sp- he says he spends half of his time making comics and the other half practicing magic and he has a snake god that he talks to called glycon so Damn. and all this stuff is like occult related right from hell watchman um what, what else has he done i've heard he's uh, a jerk I, yeah, I just I, I remember I mean I remember seeing Watchmen, but I remember reading it later in college and I I, I love it. But I mean it it's that's so yeah. Damn it. Watchmen, killing joke, V for Vendetta, right? Has uh has references to Crowley in that. He's done a lot of stuff. What did he do? He did the other one with all the guys, like the heroes of England or whatever. A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. That's right. Yeah, that's a good movie. Damn it. Why does he have to be an occult magic practicing asshole? Good question. Well, I mean, that's kind of that's what they get their inspiration, you know? Inspiration to do the works, I guess. Talks to a snake god named Glycon. Yep. What the fuck? It's in my book, Children of the Beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm just, I'm just, it's, it's, do you want me to read? Do you want me to read from it? Let me see yeah, no, please do. No, please do. Um, okay, let me find it. That's just like it's it's a statement that needs more. Just throw it out there. Snake God named Glycon. Let me get it. Yeah, he's an interesting character, and all his stuff is full of cultism and all that stuff. Damn it, Alamore. No. The most influential uh, comic book writer of all time, I guess, is one way to put it. All right, there we go. More, where are you? Yes. 
let's see, Glycon. He's an LSD dealer, like Crowley. Mentions Crowley in a lot of his stuff. Share a lot of the same language. Mm -hmm. Did the uh, the Enochian calls of uh, what is it, John D? Is up there? It's done all that. Though. Moore describes his encounter with the entity Glycon. Starting with January 1994, all of a sudden, it suddenly got a little less of a remote academic topic for me. I found myself in the middle of what seemed to be a full-blown magical experience that I could not really account for. What do you mean? When you found you've spent the least part of an evening talking to an entity that tells you that it is a specific goetic demon that was first mentioned in the book of Tobit in the Apocrypha, there's only one, only so many ways that you can take that. The most obvious way is that you had some form of hallucination or that you had some sort of mental breakdown, something like that, which is fine, unless there have been other people there with you who had similar experiences at the time or something similar. Then when you say, all right, this was some type of real experience, then you have to think, well, was it therefore something that was purely internal? Was this a part of myself that I've given a name and face to or projected in some way? That's possible. Or what was, or is this what it was said it was? Was this some type of external entity that actually was what it claimed to be and was talking to me? That's possible. So he's having like this, this thing with God, the Roman God, Glycon. <clears throat> Lucian explains that the whole Glycon cult was an enormous fraud and that Glycon was a glove puppet. I've got no reason to disbelieve whatsoever. It sounds absolutely true. Yeah, that false prophet Alexander, who was the person putting on the Glycon show. As it goes on, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, so that's his kind of God is Glycon. I think um, if you think about Watchmen, that actually does kind of, it does track in terms of, um, in terms of Satanism. The entire concept is the, the noble calling of the population, right? Yeah, and, and There's they, more Glycon. He had, he had some kind of like a uh, poem to Glycon. Alan suggested it was time to invoke the spirit of Glycon in his resonant baritone. He intoned, sweet Glycon. Snake of light and wisdom, we entreat thee, come amongst us, in, hopefully it won't show up, come amongst us in that glorious body, if it be that I will, come from the bright land without time, that we may know the touch of honeyed scales, thy splendor now uncoiling in our consciousness, accept us into thine embrace, immortal glycon, luminous intelligence, O glycon, most profound embodiment, embodiment of great Asclepius, kin of the moon and the discarnate yeah, it just goes on and on. So he had this like public kind of like ritual that he was like invoking Glycon. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, do we have a responsibility to like not read the whole incantation for like for like we, dreaming to like you want, a thousand people? Would you want me to read the whole thing? No, 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 I, I don't think you should. I think it's like I don't think so either. No, it's like let's not read out the entirety of the nuclear codes. We don't know who is who has yeah. a key to what, right? It's it's right. Don't, don't, no, don't do that. But I think we've talked about this before. This might kind of be a. Is there any. Is there any credence to any of this? No, I don't No, No part of me doubts, you know, the practicing of it. They, it's provable. They do. But I mean, everything they do is to, you know, the elite. They don't they don't do shit. That's a waste of time, right? They can, be, they may be evil, but they are highly driven and organized and successful. Right. It then starts to make you think, like, 
is there more to this than we know? I mean, are are different entities? Is that really just alien races? Is it because they're you do hit a point where they all do it, and they all seem to treat it with such fervor or such respect that at a certain point you have to start wondering, like, is there something to this? Like, is it not something to just laugh at? Like, is the are there dark forces? Like, it sounds like it sounds like you know, like Harry Potter magic shit, but is it simply just a form of physics that we haven't discovered yet? It, there seems to be something very real about it, or is it just is it does the power it have come from the fact that they give it power? What's well, a good question? I've talked to people who practiced magic and they say it works. So whatever the rituals are, they're doing it because it has some kind of ceremonial effect. Yeah. Maybe it's harder, but they definitely think that there's some kind of magical whether you're trying to like evoke it into being by doing a ritual it like solidifies something in your world and things happen so i think maybe people think that this is a magical maybe it's some kind of magical working i mean the order of nine angles has its dark dark gods right 21 dark gods from the a causal world meaning like outside some spiritual realm and uh to become the top at at uh, order of nine angles you're supposed to commit an offer so Though somebody believes that somebody wrote it and people practice that, you know, they're part of that group or inspired or influenced by the group. There's no question about it. So, you know, it's uh, something there. I think that it's always been there. It's always kind of like, even in the old Testament, there's always stories about people going to worship Molech or other gods, you know, and God reminds people that you shall have no other God than me. You know, that's like the first commandment. So people were always drifting off. And so maybe they're doing it today. Like there's different names for God. In my first book, uh, I have the 77 names of Satan, right? So in it's in LaVey's, the devil's handbook. Which one is it? Satan. I forgot which book it was, but he has the 77 names for the devil. So you could just be using a different name and, you know referencing satan or something like that so it gets confusing but those gods are like a, the old testament or old cult countries they always had these weird demon gods aztecs we know theirs um <clears throat> carthage had like you know kind of old testament baby killing gods and stuff like that so it's been around people wouldn't do it if they didn't think it worked like why do you think they would sacrifice a child or something like that like yeah kind of I guess he doesn't really fall into the the classification kind of interesting you know what two days before we do this show Matthew Perry dies in a body of water I don't know maybe that's guerrilla marketing for your book who knows but he died and do you know what his like Twitter picture was him like cuddling a smiley face pillow have you seen that no yeah motherfucker yeah. Yeah, it's on it's on my on my Twitter page. Let's see if I can find it. I can share it. It was actually him with a smiley face. Yeah, if you go to go to his Twitter feed. I got banned from Twitter. Oh sorry. No, it's okay. I get banned from all of them. I'll go. I'll pull it up on my phone. There it is. Things. 
It's like some kind of, let me see if I can share. I can put it in the chat. Uh, I, I share screen. You. There we go. There we go. There we go. Can you see that? Yeah. That's it. No. And that's like. It was up on his Twitter feed when he died, and it's been up there for three years. Yeah. Dude. People researched it. Dude. <clears throat> so. Dude. Yeah. No. Pretty wild, huh? That's. I mean, is he part of the cult? That 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 means this is high level shit. Heavy duty, high level stuff. It's all over Hollywood. Smiley face is all over in the in the clothing and the movies. I mean, it's everywhere. Like I found so many instances, even outside of Watchmen. Yeah. Like, what is it? Why? What is it? Is it like an insignia of the cult? I don't have any idea. I'm not part of it. And it's like, yeah, it's the least suspecting insignia. It's here's another smiley one. face. Uh, this, this is another one of Perry. I don't even know what this is. Go on. I don't know what it is. Hmm. What is it? He just he just drowned in his hot tub. Seems that, weird, doesn't that it? That has to be an OD, right? I mean, I was I was playing video games with my buddy, and he like mentioned it, and like the immediate conclusion of everyone there was like, "But yeah, that that's drugs, right? You don't." You just fall asleep in your hot tub, and if you do, like your brain, you wake up when you, you know, inhale water. I mean, seems weird to me. It wasn't that old. I think fifty-four. Yeah, I'm a young guy. I mean, you guess you could have a heart attack. I don't know. I don't know. Hollywood yeah. is littered with suspicious early deaths and weird things. Like yeah, it's man. rough. It's it really so many is. people die. Yeah, it really is Hollywood weird. It, really, it is. I mean, tons of abuse, tons of like at every level, every level, like to get ahead. People try to abuse you and <clears throat> cast you aside. Just the most ruthless, vicious, nasty stuff. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, go figure that out. I don't know what the hell that, that, you know, I don't know what to say. There it is. Yeah, I don't really have any positive conclusion. Just right, that's just that's a smiley face. Jesus, let's see if it's still up on his Twitter. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm gonna look. Matthew Perry. Yep, still there. No way. Yep. I'm take a screenshot. Yeah, I'm gonna keep my own screenshot record. Sure enough. Sure enough, everybody. You can see yes. that shit right there. You got it. You found it. There it is. Yeah, yeah. buddy. They claimed it. Claimed him for you know. Whatever yeah. the sacrifice, the water death. There's something about the water. Like I, I'm not in the occult, but there's like I've seen these other occultists and stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's something about the water that they um well like I you mean, disperse the the seems, seems the, to be the inversion of, of Christ, right? Isn't you know, wash my you know, wash my feet or wash my hands. It's it always seems to be like a 
in in Catholicism, not Catholicism, Christianity always seems to be a very good thing. Like washing, yeah, you're, you're cleansing yourself so, of sin and so stuff. So this like is that, maybe right? the inversion of that, like you maybe, know, yeah. duo kidnapping, rape, murder, and then you throw it. It kind of seems to be like a satanic mockery of it. Possibly, yeah. It's also like uh I've heard like you know you have the air water fire spirit or whatever and I heard that the like you're dispersing energy into the spirit world through water or something like that or mm. something like that so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about that. I sit back and I I dole out my my PhD wisdom on the occult. I don't know shit. That's I mean, not to obviously not to make fun of it. It's that that sucks, right? He he had a family. He had people that loved him. So not to just shit on that, but Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. They're definitely yeah, even just in the, the course of this podcast coming up on four years of it. There's been a lot of good things and I've learned an insane amount. But I'd say one of the more unique things is kind of the coming to terms with the practicing of the occult is very, very real. No which, doubt. Which yeah. seems like such like a layup statement, but for somebody that always just wrote it off as just like, yeah, you know, and I've, I've loved conspiracies since I didn't go to my prom. I was reading like Tim Weiner's Legacy of Ashes. Like I was, I've been into I, all this shit since I was young. This isn't new for me. But I've, I've always written this off, that part off as like, you know, that's, that's intentional misinfo or disinfo. It's it's seated there to make you look crazy. But, I mean, the more you look at it, like, yeah, you know, is whether or not it's tapping into something real, is there some real form of dark energy or dark gods? I don't know how we could know that. But whether or not it's practiced, it's undeniable that it's practiced, which is creepy enough in my mind. Read. It's everywhere, man. It's also seated throughout the culture. If you just put in, put on your kind of like Illuminati detector goggles, it's like they live, man. It's everywhere. Yeah, like I've done so many movie like analyses of all these occult movies, and they're just hitting you with just symbols and language and masonry and all that stuff. It's all over the place. Yeah, when you look at like yeah, like the the city layout of Washington D.C. It's like a pentagram, and you're like. How do you? There's nowhere to go with. There's nothing to do with that piece of information. You're just like, well, the center of the nation with the most sprawling military in the history of man. Worship Moloch, and you're like, well, that's unfortunate. Like there's there's, there's a gigantic to... obelisk. Like it's not there by mistake. Yeah, it's like it's on. There's a gigantic obelisk all throughout the world. It's not just Rome. Sure, you can go to like. London, it's yeah, right, right. So it's not a mistake. There's a statue to Albert Pike, or it used to be. I think they took it down. Yeah, but my my buddy, my buddy Drew said that we were playing video games. I think last week it might, I might have been, I might have been bringing your book up to him or something. But we're talking about like yeah, like the road layouts of of DC, and he was like, yeah, yeah, that I think that was his line. He goes, "There's nowhere to go with that. It's like the." the 800 billion dollar a year military that controls everything from the moon down to the lowest trenches is controlled by 
Satanists or the, the capital of that country seems to be an actual, the very layout seems to be an offering to the devil. There's, it's the what district you, of Columbia. Yeah. It's not district of Jesus Christ. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's what, not the district. Yeah. It's, I mean, you, it's obviously some occult thing from the very beginning. Yeah. But it's like you Hard say for people to wrap them who people who aren't into it can't grasp it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but you say that line and it's like, what do you do with that? Like, you know, it's like bringing up like nuclear weapons still, you know, are still in silos and, and, you know, nuclear submarines around the world. And it's like, yeah, I don't know what to, I hope it nothing bad happens. Like there's nothing to do with that. Yeah. It seems that the most powerful people on the planet worship Lucifer. Anyway, yeah. like it's next. Yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, temptations of Christ. All right, you, you, I, oh, I want. I, I can give you all the king to see this. Yeah. These are all the kingdoms of the earth. I can yeah. give that to you. You shall have no other god before me. Right, it goes back to that. All right. Well, it is now your responsibility to leave me with a positive note because I did an episode before this that was depressing about World War Three, and now this episode's got me depressed about. I don't know. It's like, depressing. You, you got to be go careful. Ahead. That's really my warning to everybody, and that's the positive thing: is stay close to home. Don't take drinks from strangers, you know, don't end up with, like one of these victims. Go out like a woman, women do, go out in groups and it's like groups. going back in the freaking, you know, back in the, the jungle with Charlie. Everybody comes back alive. Yeah. You know, don't leave your buddies alone. If they start acting strange, they might have been drugged and you got to key into that. Yeah. You know? Oh. So. And hopefully people, if people in their mind frame hear something like this and they're out at night, maybe they'll see something suspicious. They'll take pictures. They'll notice. Sure. They'll be more aware. So if the word gets out, then that's uh, that's positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever seen the House of the Temple in um, D.C.? No. They'll never show it on TV. It's never been shown. Let me see if I can find it. It's a, it's like the most amazing occult thing of of all time. Okay. Like I, I remember, like when I, it's the it's the Scottish Rite Temple. Let's see if I can pull it up. But like I just remember sitting when I was in D.C., just sitting there staring at it. Like this is incredible, man. People put so much effort into this thing. You see that? Yeah. You gotta pull this up. It's got like sphinxes. It's right Probably. north of. Uh, it's north of. Uh, the White House. Yeah. <laughs> 13, 1733 16th Street. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's it looks like this, like it's very well kept, but very yeah. well maintained. Yeah. And that seems to be like more I mean I was looking at this thing where it's like one of the largest defense contractors. It's like SAIC and like outside of it, it's like two sphinxes and like I don't know, some sign of Atlantis, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, look at how much stuff they put in there. Like, yeah. it's just beautiful, like a library. Uh, the yeah, Sphinx. The yeah, Sphinx, rep in masonry, the Sphinx represents to know, to will, to dare, and to stay silent. Mm. That's the that's the Eliphas Levy kind of interpretation. That could be a CIA motto. Yeah, no doubt. Do so you ever get worried that they're gonna pop you? 
man, I, I was, I was, I mean, I was in DC for three years, man. Their body's popping up all the time, dude. Yeah. That place is a freaking charnel house. Yeah. So yeah, you keep your head down and, uh, you know, I, 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 I was pretty well seasoned even before I wrote my first book in 2010. I know a lot. Yeah. And I don't talk about it, but I know a lot. Yeah. Well, I don't know. This was cheery. Is there anybody watching? <laughs> Sorry if you watched the one before this. We got to fight our way out of this, man. We got to keep, we got to make sure we don't go into World War Three, and we got to clean up some of the stuff that's going on in society. We're going to have a, it's going to get worse. They're oh, let yeah. 7, 000, 7 million people in running around. They're doing all kinds of crimes and stuff. There's no rule of law anymore. So if we're going to survive, it's a matter of survival at this point. Like mm. we're not, this isn't like, you know, hey, we got to go home and just, you know, cower because it's going to get bad. Like I have kids. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it, they've, the people, it's weird. The external enemies are nothing compared to the people who are running the country now. Like Joe Biden's approval rating should be zero. He's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Like he's just, he's just, the country's sliding down into like a, you know, sliding in a cheese grater or something. Yeah. They can't make any good decisions. So, well, and I mean, then you we're... start you start to wonder if they don't make any good decisions, then is it an intentional demolition? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a planned demolition. I think yeah. so. Yeah. And then, yeah, it seems like then what? Yeah. Like... Well, and then it's like we couldn't be the entire world. I'll I'll do the by administration and give them one, and that not just them. The entire world seems like it, it. It's not like we're just like tripping up here and there. It seems like we are intentionally hitting all the right steps to just go towards World War Three. Like we're not, we're not, we're not missing a beat. It's like it's like an Olymp, Olympic gymnast. It's like just doing twirls and like landing perfectly on two feet. And it's like it's like boom, uh, Europe, boom, Middle Next East, step, yeah, boom, and it's just like. Culture war all over the world. It's like Muslim invasion. Yeah, and so it's like it's we're like not that. even like making some mistakes where it's like, oh, guys, we're sliding. It's like they are just 10, 10, 10. We are going yeah. right to World War Three, And that's yeah, curious. Well, so then why is that happening? Yeah, I mean, you could probably just go to the UN, Luciferianism. Yeah. It's all Luciferianism. Like I did this show with uh, John Brisson about... Uh, the externalization of the hierarchy and the way they think in their meditation rooms in the UN, yeah. they want to get rid of people. They like knowingly Luciferianism oh, meditation. They got that, they got that get rid of the subhumans. Yeah. They yeah. got that black rock in their meditation room. Yeah. When you put that together with the kind of uh, Lucis trust people and the, the, you know, Blavatsky, Helen Blavatsky types, it makes perfect sense. They're meditating to the devil, dude. It's not a joke. They're Luciferianism is a, plain it's just simple they hate christians and they want to have a new world new world order and get rid of all the chaff that they think are chaff that's what mark barbara marks Hubbard flat out said it she wants to be the book of revelation she wants to get rid of a quarter of the population so they believe it that's what they believe and they're in all over the un geneva and all these places so yeah it's bad it's it's bad. It's but, bad. It's bad. And I always, whenever I start to like smile or laugh, I always realize the guest is kind of staring at me. But it's like so bad that you, you kind of can't not have a chuckle. 
Yeah, I don't know what the way out. It's like you almost have to get the U.S. back into its kind of other state where they had no entangling alliances. I think that's the U.S. It, has man. to. I think it's yeah. Fortress America. I think. Yeah, that's it. We just take care of ourselves. You guys can do and squabble with yourselves. We're not getting get rid of these bases. Yeah, you guys figure I, it out. I really do believe that. Um, yeah, and then and then we just figure it out here. Get get the rule of law back. Get people arrested who are criminals. Because the people who are in power now that we cannot survive with them. Yeah. It's a matter of survival. Like, it's not like, hey, this is bad. This is people who are, deli- I mean, you can go into COVID as just one example, but they're not fulfilling their constitutional duty at the border. Yeah. They're supposed to protect. It's their constitutional duty to protect from invasion. Yeah. We were being invaded. So, yeah. Yeah. No, it, this isn't, this isn't you know, some cool. like saber rattling. Like, no, it is in the cost. Like, you have to provide, yeah, yeah against an yeah. invasion. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. lying about everything. They they think that these people are going to come in and so vote Democratic, but it doesn't matter because they, they're stealing the vote anyway. So yeah. you've got open borders, stolen vote, World War Three. You have and and the COVID fiasco and bioweaponry. It is freaking, but it's worse than World War Three. It's a book of Revelation. Yeah, like this is like end time. World, you know, World War Three is like doable. <laughs> You're like we can work with yeah, that. Right. You're like that implies yeah, a fourth, right? the numbers right. like no man this is this yeah, is this end is times and you're like yeah. and then throw in the culture like the confused culture chaos you know agents i mean who would have thought people would have like 65 genders yeah i just never thought that that would even be an issue like we need to put our pronouns together what yeah like, wow yeah like what are you talking about so yeah i don't know i guess it's just a bad find peace with god yeah i think so i think god is the way out yeah, God and Jesus, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I, re- I really. It's do. always been that way, actually. So. Yeah, no, I, I really do. That's kind of the, con- that's one of the conclusions that I've kind of come back to th- through this podcast is like, yeah, I don't really see any way out. I don't. I, I think when everything seems to be falling around, you go, yeah, I don't, I don't think we're getting out of this. No, we're not. When you see all the occultism, too, I mean, it kind of conf- confirms the biblical worldview in a strange way. Well, well, no, no, I, and that's one thing I, I've said before is like, when you see that, that implies the opposite, right? The demons Correct. who prey on children, that's pure evil. And if pure evil exists, then so does pure love. So, so does pure goodness. And that is right. I mean, winter implies summer. Right, not implies day. You can't. You by definition, you cannot have something cannot contrast with something else, and by if it lives on its own. So to me, that's like, oh, if they put that much weight into the occult, then that means there is an opposite, right? And indeed, that would be the thing that doesn't prey on power. That would be the opposite. It's not for the desecration of innocence. It would be for the preservation of innocence. It would be, you know, instead of taking what's yours and being the beast in the field, it's the opposite. It would be like, you know, it is easier to pass through the eye of a needle, you know, a camel to go through the eye, you know. And then that's, that's there's a little bit of lightness from there. You go, oh, you know, a belief in it. I never thought a belief in God would come from the most evil shit. I always thought it'd be like God giving you a sign of, you know, here's an angel. Instead, it's like, yeah, you see that island of like pedophiles? 
You're like, yeah, it's just pure evil. And it's like, well, what does that imply? And you're like, oh, like sneaky, sneaky. God snuck that in there, <laughs> right? It's you know. So at least he's got a. Maybe sense that's of, his sign. Maybe that's, that's his, his sign, sign of his no, goodness. He's got a like sense here. Of these humor. people have not. They have not followed me. They're going their own path. You can see how evil it is. See all the lives they've ruined. That's what happens. Do you want to be part of that? Yeah. Or you can come back to me. Yeah. No, you God, make a choice. God's got yeah, a sense a of he, God's got a sense of humor. Yeah. He's like, I didn't send you like an angel with a trumpet. He's like, look at all those pedophiles on that island. You're like, yeah, man, the fuck is they're that? They're probably killing kids too. Yeah, I think they're, pro- I've they're heard probably. I've there's kids uh, buried. Yeah, they're probably buried. I've heard they're buried under the tennis courts. Of course they are, man. I mean, um, there's kids uh, disappeared. They were trafficking kids from Venezuela. So where yeah. are all those kids? Like, I know the girls, the white girls from Florida went to New York and stuff. But where's the ones? That don't speak English you know, like that it's, it was industrial skill so yeah it's no, that no. Le- that level no. of evil again and Biden has his own island nearby too by the way so really tells you what yeah oh yeah yeah well I mean in it's the, an island in the Franklin yeah in the Bahamas yeah. really I think I think it's like within uh 25 miles of Epstein's island Jeez. Biden has his own island. yeah in the how do you uh, pay for that in the Franklin scandal Nick Bryant talks about I was you know, there is one sub, there's like one chapter of it where they talk about these things called power meetings. And it's like these kids recollecting, like, we were locked in these cages and, you know, they were, they were raping, you know, were raping us repeatedly night after night. But all these guys were like wearing devil masks and stuff. And they would take out some of the kids and just like cut their throat. And it was like, the darkest shit ever. It's not. It was not just rape. It was, it was full on like blood sacrifice, and yeah. I mean, at the risk of just sounding like a lunatic, you start to look at it and you go, "Yeah, I don't. I'm not too confident that they're not doing that." Yeah, they. You know, they 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 launder money and funnel property through family members. Yeah. So it was his brothers. Okay. Let's see Virgin Island land deal. There was another kind of island. I gotta find it. Waterhouse bit of land use for Virgin Islands. Looks pretty nice. There's another one. I gotta find it. I gotta reference yeah. it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean that's uh that may be the positive way to end it. Is like you can see all the chaos, destruction evil like i never thought i'd see the stuff that have that's happened to like 9 11 and all that i would never thought i would have gone through all that but uh the answer is through son of god jesus no, christ it's, yeah it's it. not through jesus it's through god it's 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 yeah and i'm someone that started this podcast like as an atheist i've completely completely done a 180 i'm just like yeah no there's there's and again it's it's through it's through witnessing just pure evil I mean, like, in mass, giving infants an injection that causes myocarditis. You go, that's that's pure evil. I mean, pure evil. Pushing like the you know opioid epidemic. It's like, yeah, that's bad, but it doesn't really. I'm not really surprised by it. You're like, yeah, well, you know, adults are always going to get fucked up, and somebody took advantage of it. An injection to kids, not even kids, infants. 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 To damage their heart. It's incredible. You go, I, I don't, 
I can't even, right? It's not fathomable. Yeah, it's not possible. You can't wrap your head around it. And, I mean, due to adults, you could maybe always argue, like, yeah, well, if an adult really wanted to. I mean, I had friends that lost their jobs. You could say, if you really don't want it, you can find a way to not get it. But there's you can't there's no infant that's like, hold on, let me see the you know, let me see the data. Let me like you're an infant. It's yeah, you can't even walk, you can't talk. You, to do that and to do that in a massive industrialized manner. That's that's not Pure em- evil. Pure evil. Yeah, that's yeah. not empire. That's not that's not neighboring gangs going, you know, using greed. That's pure evil. I mean, that is, that is like a cult black mass shit. Like, yeah, there's, there's no other way. You, you can't, there, there is no other, they're not stupid. Calling them stupid is, is, is an out that they don't deserve. Right. It's pure fucking evil, but they did it intentionally. Gene therapy. They sold gene therapy as a vaccine. That's incredible. It's yeah. a bioweapon. Yeah. Everything in that whole suite, depending upon what shot you got, God only knows what people got, but lipid nanoparticles, loose DNA, yeah. mRNA, just goes on and spike protein. It's just one after another poison. And the poison, more poison, time poison. that goes on, the more shit you find out that's in it. Yeah. Right? And it's like, it's you, you couldn't write a worse thing. It's like, and it ca- causes AIDS? Like, geez, yeah, vaccine like, AIDS, great. You're like, yeah. what? But no, I think the sad thing is that they've been poisoning us for for uh, decades. Yeah, there's no question in my mind. Yeah, this was just their big kind of tr- their triumph. This know? was the one that was so big that it got us looking at it, right? Yeah, it's so. been going yeah. on forever. Yeah, you walk it back; they've been poisoning people. Yeah, the Marisol, so it's obviously a toxin. Yeah, like they can't excuse that. They can try to go after people who tell you it's bad. Yeah, but it's so obvious; it's like putting plutonium in your body. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah. All those people who have like autism, weird, you know, it's OCD and all this stuff. They, these their brains got fried from vaccines. I think. Yeah. It's all done by intent. Yeah. But it's horrible. This all implies you're evil, which implies the opposite. So, I think that's, I think that's the positive takeaway that I'll use so that I don't go insane. Yeah, we need to go back to the to the Bible. We need to go back to the Lord Jesus and pray for our, you know, full new a new society to survive. Yeah. Because this one isn't worth we can't survive with these people in the society. No. We can't survive with somebody at the CDC. No. That witch over there, Cohen, is like trying to push the, the double jab on people. It's just more mass murder. Yeah. She does it with a straight face. I saw Chucky Schumer up there too. Like, get your shots. I'm not taking it, but you guys should. Yeah. Like you know that they're in on it. It's obvious they're in on it. They're in on the kill. Yeah. So yeah. I mean and, uh, the people can't comprehend that. Like it's probably the same thing that happened in Nazi Germany or some of these other communist countries. Like, I couldn't believe that they would be capable of that, but you're witnessing it. Yeah. So yeah, you don't need see to it. Believe, like, I bet the, you don't need to believe it. Yeah. You're looking at Cambodians. It. I probably, I probably like. There's no way they're gonna, you know, uh, get rid of Phnom Penh and shove us all out into the to the uh, fields and work us to death. There's no way they'd never do that. It's exactly what they did. Yeah. They said that they were all kind of class traitors. And literally killed a third of the population. So democide is the norm. Yeah. Democide is actually the norm. If you look at the 20th century, it's 150, 180, 
million people dead. And what the U.S. is kind of like, it's used to kind of doing it against the indigenous or something. Now it's turned on us. Mm. Now it's turned on the population. So it's kind of a new thing we have to uh, adapt to. No, never give your weapons away or, you know. <laughs> They're starting to call it. I saw Kamala Harris like start saying, "Oh yeah, Australia is a great example of giving weapons away." When that useless witch starts talking about like gun control after this most recent weird shooting, you should go and look at your armaments and then double it. Yeah, go find it and double it. Yeah, yeah, double it. Yeah, no, it's yeah, Australia. They'll kill you. They've already killed us. They've already killed a bunch of children and poisoned little infants. So. You know, trying to do it against the rest of the population is like nothing. That's an old hat for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, uh, to use Australia as an example, it's like, you mean that fucking hellhole that built camps that threw in people with the virus with a 99.9% survival rate? That, oh, yeah, it's be like them. Eat a, eat a fucking dick. Yeah. It's, yeah. Double up, triple up on your on your ammunition. Fuck and and your bag out your your bug out bag, your plans, your food. Yeah, your ability to get off grid. Yeah, you need to really people really need to. I mean, it's we're there. Yeah. You need to start thinking about that because if if things go real south, you're gonna have like 2020 all over the country again. Yeah, because you know people are gonna go right in the streets, and you you don't want to be the one kept kept flat footed. So I have a huge bag of beans, rice. I can last. Yeah. You know? I know how to get water. Yeah. So people need to actually start thinking on those on those terms. And then looking past even that, make sure you pray. Yeah. Because even that, even, you know, all your beans, all your ammo, even if you die of old age, even if you survive all the turmoil, you're still going to die. I mean, find God. That's really... God. Find God. It's took me a long time to get back to that, but... Amen. That's the only conclusion I have after all this is find God. So I think we managed to wrap it up in a in a positive manner. I think so. I think I we think did. So. We we were we were nose diving. The plane was spiraling, but we're we're back at level right now. So, so. guys, please That's the to... positive note. If yeah. there's pure evil, there's pure good. Absolutely. God loves you. God loves you. God loves all of his children. So God loves you. If get you... back to that relationship with God, yeah. Is if you see these people in power that just seem to have blackness behind their eyes, and you go, how could this, how could they be full of so much hate and desire for power? Well, the opposite's also true, that you can be loved. You can never be kicked out into the cold. There is a God that exactly loves all of his children. And that's free will, right? You have to, you are free. To turn it down because God doesn't, you know, if it's if your God's marionette, that's nothing new. It's all right, whatever, right? It's that is your free will. It's God will always love you. The sun is always shining. You just you have to walk out of like your house, right? Doesn't you know? That's free will. So, um, yeah, I think we I think we did it. I think we we threaded the needle. I think we 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 turned the smiley face killer into a positive podcast. Um, but. Guys, if you go into the description, I did update it. Uh, the link to the book is there. And um, yeah, dude, I'll shoot you a text and we'll schedule the next one. Sounds good. Mr. Thanks Ramsey. for having me. Glad to thank, be with you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you as well. Thank you so much for your time. Guys, thank you so much for watching. Please go into the description. Recording stopped. Much love. Peace.